1: what's good everybody welcome back to the show my guest today is the very beautiful the very powerful the very inspirational a hustler and a great girl ariani celesti from the ufc ufc ring girl entrepreneur model dog lover the whole nine we shoot this shit about a lot of different topics how the ufc has evolved into the juggernaut that it is now especially with her being there for so long at the ufc she's really an og and a pioneer when it comes to ufc ring girls we talk about her company girlfriend box which i'm gonna announce that i am doing two giveaways on behalf of vm and the brand and my appreciation to ariani coming on the show and giving us her time time is the most valuable thing someone can give us brother so Members of the Patreon, if you are in the $10 tier or higher, you are eligible for a drawing, a one-month subscription to Girlfriend Box. And then I'm doing another giveaway for all listeners of the show. There's going to be some Instagram graphics. You got to go on there and like, comment, tag two friends, the whole shebang. You guys know the vibes. You know what it is. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show with Ariani. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Quick shout out to the members of the Patreon, the OGs, the people that are supporting the show. We got Nick Chavez, Ryan Pisner, Christopher Velasquez, Corey Johnson Hoops, and Derek Plates. Thank you once again for your monthly subscription to the show. And shout out to all the members of the Patreon. We're trying to grow that. We got some fun stuff planned. A lot of extra content on there as well. So patreon.com slash veterans minimum. You guys heard enough of me. Here comes Ariani Celesti, UFC Ring Girl.
2: in my city i'm working off of respect yeah you think you got it i got it
0: for real you, you got what i got uh. this one for those they forget in my city this one for those they forget
1: yeah this dog of the leash and it's ready to kill homie go finish uh, him. ah yes what's good everybody welcome back to the show today i have the honor of talking to the goat when it comes to ufc ring girls Ariani Celeste thank you so much it's an absolute honor to talk to you
2: thank you so much for having me on the show
1: <laughs> entrepreneur fashionista fitness model my favorite thing about you though Yorkie lover
2: yeah my Yorkies are right here by my feet trying to get my attention they, never, have, <laughs> they never leave my side
1: <laughs> I have three of them so I know exactly how you feel about that
2: they're the best they're so sweet
1: are you, have you always been like a dog person or is that something you picked up later on
2: yeah i always was a dog person i since a, a little kid i had a, a dog so yeah i love dogs cats questionable
1: <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you 100 percent.
2: but if they act like dogs then we're cool <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, I grew up, my my grandma was a cat lady, so she had, like, 15, 16 cats in the yard, and then she had, like, four or five in the house. And me just always growing up with dogs, I was always like, yeah, I'm going to stay away from grandma for the most part. (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) Last I checked the Wikipedia stuff, you're born and raised in Vegas?
2: Yeah, I was born and raised in Vegas, Um, lived there all my life. I moved out to L.A. about... 10 years ago um, just to pursue, you know, a career in entertainment and get my feet wet and just try to really do something cool um, with this momentum that I got from UFC. So with that, I started acting classes. I started hosting classes and I I just found out that I really like to do hosting, like talking on camera, but like being myself, um, acting and being someone else was, it, it always got me um, in auditions, I, I just always messed up. So I was like, okay, this is not for me. Um, I don't like things that I'm not good at. So. <laughs> so I left the acting world and I just focused on UFC and hosting. And honestly, it took a long time for me to book something with hosting. I was doing a lot of um, the UFC Insider, which was online. It was basically like a recap of all the fights, but it was only online. And then um, after years and years of auditioning, I think it was like five years, I finally landed Overhaulin', which is the car show um, that I did for three seasons with Discovery Channel. That was my first like big TV gig and it was awesome and changed my life. I was so, so proud to be on TV and uh, I always look up to Brooke Burke. So um, she's my, my little business idol lady. So I want to be like her and. Um, so yeah, (laughs)
1: how does, how does one get discovered to be a a ring girl for the UFC? Is there like an audition or is it just that they find you as an attractive woman and they're like, Hey, would you, you know, sort of like how you would get any kind of gig for the most part?
2: Yeah. So I actually did go to an audition at the time. They were looking for a, a girl to, um, add with Rochelle Leah. She was, she was doing it back in the day. And uh, after like asking me a few times to do one show and then to come back for another show, they finally um, offered me a contractor after a few times of asking me to come back. So it was cool. Um, it obviously changed my life. Um, gave me so much opportunity, especially in the entertainment world to you know, model, um, to travel the world, to be on TV. Uh, gave me like a confidence boost too. I was actually really shy when I started out um, back in the day. So everything's been changed. (laughs) I'm I'm now okay being on on camera.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely wouldn't take you for being shy from all the years of watching you. What did it take long for you to get comfortable in being more yourself? Because I really like what you said before about how you didn't really like having to go act and portray someone else. Cause the easiest thing you could do is be yourself, but sometimes it's hard for people to get to that point. So when was like that, um, I guess like that scene in the movie that people look at themselves in the mirror and then they're just like, they kind of snap it, snap into it or out of it.
2: I think, you know, I've always been shy. It's just my thing. Like I'm more of a quiet reserved person. Like I don't need to be the one that's always talking in like a, a group setting. I'm okay with being quiet. And if there's something that I want to say, I talk about it. Um, but as far as like, you know, being in a bikini and really being in like the public eye, I was not ready for that. Um, but after doing a lot of shows, I became more confident and more friendly and more open and, but like literally like you, when I was doing one of my first shows, Dana was like, okay, he actually came from his seat to my seat and was like, okay, I just want you to like relax. Don't be so nervous. Don't go so fast. Because I I was going so fast around the octagon because I was so nervous. I just wanted it to be over. So, I mean, it did take some time. But being in a bikini helps. (laughs) It's like, you know, you can't really be shy when you're in a bikini anymore. So, yeah.
1: It wasn't until I started going to UFC events that I noticed that they kind of make you guys do like a pause. Because I was always wondering like what exactly that route would be with him telling you that was it like a did it was a transition did it take a long time for you to to like slow down and to find the proper like where to look and whatnot
2: yeah um i don't think it looked it took a long time to figure that out i mean i just realized that you know you're there for the fans so make eye contact on eye contact with the fans make sure they feel special like UFC fans are some of the most special fans ever like they're diehard they know you by your first name they come to all your calendar signings they're like very supportive so you want to make sure that you give them lots of love um so I just make sure to like kind of like wave at the wave at the audience and um yeah that's that's just my thing (laughs) after a long time of doing it you just figure out what works for you you know
1: it's funny because I went to um I went, I went to school in Buffalo. So some of my, my college roommate lives in Rochester and there was a Rochester card uh, last May or June and you were out there and like, it wasn't usually I feel like you kind of get the bigger events. Mm-hmm. So like when I saw you in Rochester, I was like, Oh shit, Ariani's here. Like that was crazy. Like it just took me by surprise. And you did like the whole pointing thing. And I just see people's reaction and shit, I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of them too. I yelled out your name. You like pointed in our direction. I was like,
2: yeah, it's fun. You know, you got to interact with your with your
1: people. You're mentioning the good part of the interactions, and some people are awesome, but I'm sure you've had your creeps too. Like, what are some of the strangest interactions you've had with fans? Because I've got to meet a lot of UFC fighters. My buddy Jared fights in the UFC. And even them, like the dudes that are the fighters, like guys always come up to them and like try to press them or to, to show their muscles. Yeah. And- <laughs> Someone like you who, like you say, you know, you're the ring girl and everyone's looking at you when you're coming around. What are some like maybe awkward interactions you've had with fans?
2: I mean, I I know the guys are drinking a lot, so they'll get a little spicy in the in the crowd. So I've had to tell guys to like cool it off or i'm gonna send security because i'm kind of i'm the spicy latina so i have to take care of all the other girls so i'm like hey you better not say that again or you're gonna get in trouble um but other than that like i've had maybe like one really creepy um fan that was a little bit obsessive and would send me like emails all the time and had to get ufc um security on him but that's been literally like one time so i think for the most part they're very respectful unless they're like in the audience and they're drunk and you, you, I mean, I don't even know what they look like. So it's just like the guys on the internet that are like typing away and being rude. You're not, you don't even know what they look like. So I try not to pay attention to that.
1: <laughs> Do you feel responsible for the other girls to like, maybe be like the the big sister and to protect them since you've been there for so long?
2: I definitely feel like the mama bear. Cause I have been there, but I mean, they're they're all around the same age as me, and they're, they're pretty responsible. So I don't really have to, like, lead them, I don't think.
1: No, I meant like how you said sometimes people will heckle you guys or whatnot or try to get your, you know, catcall you or some shit like that. And then you feel, from what you said, you feel like you got to be the one to be like, yo, chill, none of that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely the one that will say that, and I think the fans know that. Um, I am I'm the spicy one. I, I will say, if you're being a jerk, I'm going to point you out and make sure you feel really stupid. So you don't do it again. But there, I mean, everyone's different. The some of the girls are more quiet. Some of the girls are sweeter. (laughs) I mean, I'm sweet, but like, if someone pisses me off, I'm going to voice my opinion too.
1: Nah, for sure. And you should, you definitely should. How has, How has the the UFC changed, like, as far as the coverage? Now you see more. I mean, now it's been in the mainstream for so long. But just in general, I feel like you'd be a good person to ask about the evolution of it from when you started to now. Like, now the UFC is—I've gotten all my buddies into the UFC and I think it's it's become my favorite sport to watch in person. It's like a six hour event if you go there from the beginning, and then before you know it, I tell everyone how it's the best bang for your buck, right? If you're gonna drop two, three hundred dollars for tickets, sure, it's expensive, but you're, it's like a it's like a festival kind of thing. How has how has the UFC like evolved from what from your perspective?
2: Um, from my perspective, it is very corporate now, but at the same time, we still have our core group of people who have been there since day one. So, um, I can still literally like text either Dana or his assistant or whatever. If I ever have an issue or a problem, um, he, he's very accessible uh, for help and stuff like that. So it's still like, still feels like a mom and pop type thing, but obviously, you know, we're with the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in the world now, IMG. So, um, Things are a little different, but not too much, I would say, for, for me anyway.
1: Are you, like, allowed to, like, eat or go to the bathroom in between the events? I feel like you guys are always just – do you have any breaks in between?
2: Um. Yeah, we have <clears throat> we have breaks if, like, if there's too many knockouts and they're, they have to be on air at a certain time. So we definitely take breaks, but if we have to go to the bathroom or do anything – we just make sure that there's one girl always there so that we don't miss like around. So, yeah.
1: I was always, I always find that like with the, with the ring announcers or any commentators, like if they're over there for so long.
2: And yeah. I don't know about Bruce Buffer. I think he, he probably has to like, wait, but I don't, we are, we're good. Cause we have backup. So.
1: What's it like hearing him announce uh, big events? Like I feel like the adrenaline in the crowd and the atmosphere is—it's—it's it's different when he does the whole "it's time" and then like he stomps out his legs and whatnot. What's that like?
2: Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he—he he gets the party started. I think his energy is amazing, and um, yeah, he's just part of the family. So he's cool. I like it.
1: So in in, in twenty twenty now. Um, you're in the public eye, you, you work, you're on screen with the UFC. What kind of pressures do you face with being an influencer and being someone in the public eye?
2: Oh, all kinds of pressure. I mean, everything from what you look like to what you say to what you post, especially nowadays with everything that's going on, um, everything from Black Lives Matters to COVID, like there's a lot of sensitivity online and there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of bullying and there's a lot of hatred and negativity um people trying to say you know you should be doing this and you should be doing that and um i think that it's important to remember that everyone is different and everyone has different views um i promote peace whatever color you are i don't really give it i don't really care if you're a policeman or if you're a black man or what, you know, I I believe in humanity and the good of humanity and peace in that way. So I've gotten some backlash definitely because I haven't posted enough um, on the cause and stuff like that, but I'm, not, I'm also not going to post things that I don't believe in. So yeah, there's pressure on all kinds of ends, um, whether it's, I've never had to deal with this kind of stuff, but now lately, because of all the the different movements that are happening but definitely obviously like to be perfect physically is always going to be there but i i mean i'm very healthy i take care of myself i i take pride in in looking good but it's not the end-all be-all of myself i like to make sure that i'm also a good person i'm giving back and hopefully by doing stuff like that people will see that and it becomes like a snowball effect they're like okay you know, she's doing this. I can do this too. And it'll make me feel good as well. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I hear what you're saying. And I agree with you. I, I just think like what I was trying to like portray it as is just like, you know, people, I feel like guys in particular too, they try to get a reaction from a girl. Right. And they'll like always comment negatively. And then like, I see I see the way like trolls, basically, like, how do you how do you deal with trolls? Do you read comments? Do you ignore them? Like, how do you are you because the way I do it and on a very lesser extent, I post and go like I post something and then I don't check it, whether it's
2: nowadays. Yeah, because because there's so much negativity on on social media that I don't even want to be on social media. It's it's so much of a chore now. And and everywhere I look, it's like something negative or hateful or good and uh, so I definitely post and go but at the same time it still is my job and I've made a job out of it I made a living out of it so um, I have to still be responsible for that so I do try to respond to people on comments and if anyone's rude at any time like I just block them they're like not even worth my time that's how I I used to like obsess over things like that and you know, I would get Google alerts on myself, and I would be so hard on myself, depressed. I'd be so hurt by things that people say, and I just realized it's not worth it because I'm never, ever going to see these people in person. And then if, if I did meet these people in person, they would probably be nice. So it's not worth getting upset over. So here comes the money.
1: Here we go. Money
2: talk. Here comes the money.
1: There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you ever need more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. I've already made a wager, folks. I think the line on Aldo Jan is very, very wide. Peter Young is a significant favorite. Aldo is one of the best to ever do it. And I actually think Aldo won his last fight at 135. So nobody likes an underdog more than everybody. So... I got some money allocated towards Aldo at UFC 251. Very excited for that card. So, yeah, back to Ariani. It's because they want to get a reaction, right? And also, just in general, negativity sells. Right? Like, that's more, you know, that's the thing that stands out, unfortunately, just across the board. But I I find it interesting what you said because... I've noticed that you've taken the being the UFC ring girl into like a different stratosphere. Like, you know, you're doing your fitness stuff. You're promoting all these products. You got your own company, too. Was that something that you always aspire to do?
2: Um. Yeah, I've always been super driven. I've always been very independent. I don't like to depend on my my parents when I was a kid. I didn't want to, you know, wait for them to. Be able to have money to get what I wanted, so I, I got a job right away when I was 16. And um, I've always been independent and I've always wanted to have my own business. And I realized, you know, that this kind of thing like beauty and like the outside and everything else that I'm doing it is it has a shelf life, and there's always going to be someone younger, cuter, sexier, whatever that comes along. So I wanted to have a business that I can fall back on, and Girlfriend Box happened. Kind of naturally, I was just cleaning out my closet. Um, I have a ton of clothes, some some with tags still on it. So um, we, I was just messing around on on a Instagram, and guys were DMing me like, "Hey, can you save that dress for my girlfriend? I would lo- she would love that. Maybe save two and put them in a put it in a box and send it over." And that gave me the idea like, there's always going to be a guy that needs a gift for his girlfriend. So I started Girlfriend Box, and it is a subscription box now that just has jewelry. This jewelry is really high quality. It's gold-plated and silver. You can go in, you can say, she's classic, boho, or edgy. You can say, I want it one month, or I want it every month, or I want it five times a year. And I think the five times a year is the best because you can you can put in her birthday, you can put in your anniversary.
1: Covers all the holidays so you don't get in yeah. trouble.
2: Yeah. And if if you don't celebrate Christmas, you can change it to another day. So it just basically covers your ass. Like if you're the kind of guy that that forgets, you know, your anniversary or her birthday, or if you just don't know what to get your girlfriend, like these pieces are really high quality and she's really going to love them.
1: That's cool. I like people that are driven like that because there's so many opportunities out there. And that's what I really like about you that you've you haven't just settled for being just a UFC ring girl. Like you're doing all these other things, which is really dope. I took my cap to you. What, um, what kind of, what kind of like, what are your DMS like? Like what kind of like craziness? Cause I'm sure you probably get some like wild shit in there.
2: Yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of wild things in there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, obviously like the dirty stuff guys just saying, hi, Hey, sexy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes very, very rarely, they say something really funny that I can, I will actually click to read the rest of the message, but mostly it's just like saying hi. And like, you know, it's, it's like almost like they're trying to take me out. I'm like, I'm not here to be taken out, but thank you. If I, if I needed that, I would be on another site or something, but, um, yeah, it's, it's very strange. There's some very strange DMs.
1: Yeah. I don't,
2: there's actually a guy that DMs me every single day. I never respond cause I'm just freaked out, but he literally every day.
1: Damn, DMs I, me. I don't think I, I don't think I text anyone every single day, let alone try to DM <laughs> them.
2: Yeah. It's a little crazy. What,
1: what would you say is your favorite place that you've traveled to for an event? Cause I know you, you know, the, yeah, the UFC is, is so global, global now. now they go all over the place. So is it Vegas?
2: no i'm from vegas so oh, yeah. it's not special to me even though it's always fun um i definitely think i always have fun with the ufc when we go to mexico city because it's just vibrant like the food's good like everyone's drinking tequila so we always have fun um out of the country i would say australia because obviously the beach sydney it's like so beautiful and we seem to always go there when it's like sunny and nice outside and then um the fights uh they have to start at like 10 in the morning um so by the time it's done you have the whole day to like do whatever you want um yeah because it has to play at a certain time here in the u.s but that that's just a beautiful beautiful place i'm a beach girl like i i have to be by the ocean i love seeing the ocean and that was a really special place for me to go to
1: man that's the one thing like i sweat you the most about living in the west coast because i'm from new york and what you said is perfect because when the event ends in new york or even if it's like sunday night football or something or, or every game like a game that starts at 7 30 for you guys it's 10 30 for us right and then like when you're in vegas or if you're in la for a ufc card like you said it ends at 8 30 9 o'clock for me it's midnight one o'clock and if i've been drinking i'm like yo, i'm getting my ass to sleep like it's t- i'm tired
2: we're in new york we always have to like search for different places to be open because we're always hungry so we're like oh everything's closed <laughs> so yeah the we cool- always find something though
1: yeah the coolest thing about new york though is there's so many first of all everything's always open for the most part like it's it's one of the cities where you know the city that never sleeps you'll always find something it's it's probably the best place where you could go and be low-key like yeah. you could you could walk around with like you know uh, a friend of yours or or your plus one or whatever and like just walking around and like no one's gonna bother you yeah. which is probably the coolest thing about new york i would say
2: yeah i like new york to visit <laughs>
1: Do you like it for the the? Because the New Yorkers get a good rep for like the atmosphere at the at the cards.
2: Yeah, there's always a the the atmosphere is always like very energetic. They're just very happy to be there. Or I feel like in Vegas they're like, oh, another fight, like woohoo! Like Vegas is very quiet, which is v- weird for us.
1: They take it for granted probably because in yeah, New York, yeah,
2: the energy is low. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, I actually. <laughs> I went to Vegas. Maybe
2: everyone's just hungover. I don't
1: know. It could be that too. There's a lot of things going on in Vegas compared to like New York. Um, last couple of questions. I know I've kept you just around the time. So I appreciate you once again for coming on. Um, as, as someone that's in the public eye, is there like, is it hard to, I know you're in a relationship now, but like, is it hard to date as an influencer with social media and all the craziness that comes with it?
2: Say yes because you know, as a social media influencer and just someone in the spotlight, like you already have that pressure of like this person's gonna meet me, and I'm supposed to be this, you know, this online, you know, perfect being. But and maybe some girls are perfect all the time, but I'm not so. Um, what I like about my relationship now is I can just really be myself, I can um, be goofy, I can wear no makeup, I can I, I feel really comfortable um and i don't have to put on a show you know i don't have to be ariani celeste i can just be ariani celeste
1: <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's cool though and that that definitely i i could see how that could be difficult like always have to like have the switch on at all times like in the end you are just you know you're you're regular Right, like everyone's just like regular people. It's just like you just have this platform that lets you showcase yourself differently from others. So I've always been curious with that, just the pressure of it. But I think you hit the nail on the head there about how you always have to be on with with others. Yeah, I noticed that you did charity work for for nurses, and that's really what ultimately gravitated me to wanting to talk to you about this because I did something similar. One of my buddies. His uh girlfriend is a nurse in New York City, and we got it bad with Corona like it was brutal and she was just telling me stories or whatnot and I raised some money too through like my twitch channel and then I saw that you did something similar too. How'd that come about? Was that something like do you have anyone in your family that's a nurse?
2: Yeah, actually, so my girlfriend Mary is a nurse in vegas where where I'm from, and she was helping my sister. Cause my sister just graduated literally right before COVID hit. She had sent out all these applications to hospitals to try to get a job. She just got her certification in nursing. So I'm like, my, my little sister could have been in the mess of all that crap. And I, I mean, I'm, I selfishly am happy that she wasn't in it. Um, she obviously she's like, I want to work. I don't care in my whatever environment like this is what i this is what i'm supposed to do but um so anyways my girlfriend mary was trying to help her get a job um i think it was just too crazy with with covet and everything but mary was on her stories saying how she wasn't able to get ppe she was ordering a poncho from amazon to use like as a smock at work and um it just made me really upset to see that she didn't have the proper, you know, PPE to protect her at work. So I just I figured I I had just had a girlfriend ask me if I wanted some uh, what is it N95 masks and that's what they use in the hospitals, and I was like yeah and you know what let me order like a lot more because I want to send some to my girlfriend, and I sent it and they sent me like all these pictures and stuff saying thank you. And I was like, you know what? I don't wanna just stop here. Like, I'm just one person. So I'm gonna open a GoFundMe. And I think in in one month we raised over like $6,000. And this was for Mary in Vegas. And also like a few more in LA that had reached out to me through social media. So I was able to help like seven different nurses. And that was obviously awesome. And right now I'm trying to help people in Mexico. Cause it's kind of, it's, it's moved over there and it's hit them pretty hard. And obviously Mexico is a third world country and they have, they already have their issues. So I've been helping raise money for them over there as well with border kindness.
1: Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it awesome to help?
2: Yeah. I mean, it feels great. I, I selfishly feel great about it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, giving back always, always is so fulfilling.
1: Feel like people always try to make it too complex like just being like a, my thing that i always tell my friends and i tell people is like just be kind don't be a dick like something so simple you know like and every opportunity that i've had in i guess like this line of work with my show is because like i've networked with people and i've just been genuine and just like yeah. cool you know like i don't expect anyone to do anything for me and then that's why i think people go to extra mile for me in certain situations
2: yeah for sure. I mean, I learned at a very young age and especially with UFC is like you should be nice to everyone, no matter who they are. If it's a, the janitor or the cameraman or your TV producer or whatever, like as long as you can say hi and have how you doing, like make sure that they feel like everyone should feel special no matter who they are. So so I make it a point to try to say hi to everyone I see when I'm working just because, you know, like. You never know what
1: they're going through so ariani it was an absolute pleasure thank you once again for your time um on behalf of my show and myself i'm gonna buy one of those boxes and do a giveaway okay Uh, (laughs) i appreciate it um tell us where where exactly can they find girlfriend box i'm gonna have everything in the description anyway but this is also gonna be helpful for me uh if there's anything else that you're promoting feel free the floor is yours
2: Okay, so you can find Girlfriend box at girlfriendbox.com It's available on web and also on your phone. And you can follow me at, at Ariani Celeste. And I'm on Twitter at Ariane Celeste. And Facebook, The Real Ariane.
1: Clogging the lane, I'm filling the stream, I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be
0: cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Got